So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds? <laughs> that intro is so good. I think you have to laugh after you laugh in the beginning. Yeah. Welcome to Money None Podcast. None of that is me laughing. Oh, really? Yeah, that's all heat. Yeah, that's heat. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Episode 9,521. No, I think we're both wrong. 67. <laughs> Welcome to Money Podcast. Episode 67. Uh, it's not Sunday. For Monday, uh, it's Wednesday, and we just did this like a couple of days ago. <laughs> so, so we haven't done no mopeds since then. Oh, yes, we I guess did. I kind of did. Yeah, we're getting ready for no, Tampa. Oh, That's I'm... what we're doing all off day, and the rally is <laughs> fast approaching, and the group chat is looking lit. A lot of <laughs> a lot of fuckery going on. Uh, Lady King's coming out parties uh, looking legit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah we got brad in the house uh ashley and thomas thomas is trying to confirm our van rental that we got for the trip and ashley confirmed our airbnb earlier uh everyone is paid up and ready to meet at the certain time tomorrow and load up and do this uh moped rally thing i hope i can go Brad's still waiting for his color to get called. Six o'clock tomorrow, we'll know. <laughs> Praying for green for like the last like two weeks or something crazy. Yep, yep. Dude. It's in a cup, baby. Yeah, dude. I'm we're all fucked. We don't have a van. I'm exhausted. We're they all exhausted. Took some of my money, so we'll figure out the van. Yeah, they took money. You got something. You reserved. just don't know where. Yeah, we just yeah. don't know where it's actually. I don't have the email. <laughs> You just don't know where you put stuff. Right? I think it's in Ashley's email because I think I put her email address on the thing so it goes straight to her. But she says she never got an email. Maybe. Maybe you did. Check your spam. Um, yeah, dude. I set a pack. Uh, I'm in the middle. Of, I was in the middle of changing tires on Aaron's Cobra. So front tire's done. Rear tire's on. I just got to reinstall the wheel. And That's what we got to do tomorrow. Brad's bike. Yeah. Not tires, but we got to like, he's got a draggy brake on it and uh, make a taillight maybe. Yeah, I didn't like. I don't know. I did that. I haven't really done shit to my bike. I'm mean, gonna just like load up my rack with all the bags and stuff and strap everything on. Radios. Yep, everything's couches. Ch- everything's charging. Got the new couch in the mail. Yeah, I was debating whether or not to bring my radio. Got my, got my new life jacket cut for wet wet. Dude, I almost bought <laughs> a new radio. It's like. Two, three foot, two, two foot tall. Too like, much. Too big. It's too big, but I'm like that would be sick in the back of the van for the like the TV in the van, and then you could just pop it out. You can plug a mic into it if you needed to. Like it's Bluetooth audio. You can't carry it with you. Like you a know. boombox, like a huge one, big fucking boombox. FM radio modulators made by Sony. You know, I think JBL has them too. But it's like, yeah. oh man, I'll see those things. They're pretty, pretty ginormous. dumb. <laughs> pretty dumb, but it's kind of cool too. It'd be a great garage radio. I kind of need a new garage radio, but I don't want to spend the kind of money for a garage radio. Um, we got a cool little like Instagram shout out today. Like, um, someone was, uh, what happened? They uh, 
they were listening to an episode of uh moped money podcast the one with uh robin uh you know ripperella white line rider like yeah swoop like uh honorary and all all the shit from our robin episode and she's just like man i really want to like work the phrase do to do into my like vocabulary i'm like yeah that's you know little placeholders dude yeah, that was a good mm-hmm. episode. Robin's awesome. Episode. Yeah, Robin's awesome. That show's fun. It's like, if you don't know her, you should get, you know, and if you see her on the streets, make sure you say, ah. Yeah. Like, anytime I see some shit like that, that like, kind of like puts a smile on my face. It's like, yeah, like, if you liked an episode or something, like, make a little post about it. She's entertaining. Tag us. And I like, to, I like to, like, if I see her, say hi or whatever, but I usually don't get too involved because I have a tendency to either put my foot in my mouth or say something stupid and she's... Really fucking fast and sharp with that shit. So, you know, just put his foot in his mouth. Yeah, no, never. Oh, never. never. Yeah, so like, I don't, I don't want to say something like accidentally seem like you know anything. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I say dumb shit and people just let it slide because they know. But like some people don't, and she wouldn't let it slide. She would kick my ass over it. So cool. Um, oh, rally prep, dude. What else you bring for rally? So, rally prep's like a big, big topic for anybody. Like if you're gonna go to a rally. Yeah. You got to bring shit with you. You got to prep your bike. You got to plan fireworks to go there. Yeah, fireworks. Brad's go to no. is fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> My bike's good, and I got like um, I I bring like one extra spark plug and tools. I don't bring tools, dude. I bring a spark plug tool and I bring a spark plug. And if anything else besides that breaks, I'm not fucking with it. I mean, we used to like I remember like the first couple of rallies we went to out of town. <laughs> We were okay. bringing like whole toolboxes. Yeah. Uh-huh. We'd show up and just be, Richmond would be in a corner, just like rejetting our bikes and fucking <laughs> moving needle clips and like, all this shit, dude. Like I don't do any of that anymore. Yeah, when I first showed up, I would literally have like a legit giant tool bag or box full of shit because I was just like too afraid to be the guy, you know. And I also wanted to be the guy that helped somebody else fix their shit, you know. Mm. Like, oh, I got that. I got that tool or whatever. Mm. And then it turns out like I never really used it. Yeah, it's just like something else to bring and worry about. Like I remember one time I lost the whole bag of Makuni jets. I brought every jet I had, and I lost the whole baggie. And I was like, "Motherfucker, dude!" Brad, like, would all you, my jets? Would you lose today, Brad? Oh, uh, I lost your tools in the junkyard. <laughs> 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 a whole bag of tools? No, no, no just a just ten mil and an extension. Mil. Oh, the <laughs> most important one. Yeah, what the, the pinnacle hell? of tools. Yeah, well, everyone knows ten mils get lost. That's 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 a part for the course. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, I don't really bring too much. Like now, I know I I bring my air lounger because like there's never a seating at a rally. Anytime you go to a rally, there's never somewhere to sit. So luckily, I have like. The little self-inflatable couch you can just take anywhere, falls into a little bag, and I always got somewhere to sit down. You Rest bring, uh, is one of your favorite rally preps, uh, crushed up aspirin and individually <laughs> bagged? Uh, <laughs> we, we don't do that. In the episode where I said we did that, uh, I was lying. Uh, <laughs> that was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> never no, happened. Never happened. <laughs> Black dude turning red over here. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah but like the capsuling school like you know i don't really bring a bunch of clothes i know sometimes people bring like a shit ton of clothes I'm like, underwear and socks man underwear socks couple yeah. t-shirts like you know now i, I used usually to tend bring to... a bunch of stuff but i don't anymore either yeah. comfy yeah. pants for the ride yeah i tend Slippers. to bring again philly tried to kill me so i tend to bring a pair of spare shoes <laughs> you know like some of shit because i remember went to philly one time and like it rained like a motherfucker and yes. i didn't have any shoes and like 
good socks and ended up like jumping on my moto in the rain trying to gps this is before i had like a gps in my helmet i think mm -hmm. and like pull out the phone and find the walmart because i can't remember fucking one direction for the next so like mm -hmm. every basic block i'm pulling out the phone going what the, what the fuck am i you know <laughs> like where am i going and just rain it and go to there just to get shoes and ended up buying like four pairs of shoes and brought some extras back. I was mm -hmm. like, dude, I know it sucks out here. You need a pair of shoes. Here you go. <laughs> I remember the time we like went to that Austin rally and got stuck in that like legit like monsoon. Like it was just crazy yeah. rainstorm. I saw that. I and missed that because I read the weather report and I was yeah. like, oh, I'm good. Like before we before we <laughs> left, dude, we went to Walmart and, the, and the, everyone in the van, we got decked out, dude. Everyone had little like slippers. And like fresh pack of white tees and underwear, dude. Long white we tees. Were, yeah, we were good for the ride home, huh, man. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. Mm. I tend to prep like uh, instead of like a, more clothes, I usually get some uh, spray deodorant mm. for my clothes so in case like so when I wake up in the morning, at least I can like have take a, take a whore bath. Yeah, I'll have the appearance or not the appearance, but I'll have the impression if I walk by that I'm clean. <laughs> We should really bring our bathing suits, though. Shit tickets. Uh, Always bring potty wipes. Well, it's part of my uh, wardrobe for the season. Oh, yeah. Wet, wet. <laughs> wet, wet. <laughs> life jackets. I got, I got my whistle. Uh, you I get got your my cut life, sewn on it yet? My life jacket cuts in the back. That would have helped in Philly with the flood. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, dude. Like, Everybody would have known who saved the day then. <laughs> yeah. Dude, bike's good. I still have Sal's trophy from that rally. <laughs> Why doesn't Sal have it? because uh, he never comes around and then he moved away. Yeah. To uh, get so robbed. Someone out, uh, Sal knows, <laughs> hit me up and on Instagram a couple of times, but I didn't read the message. I just delete and block. <laughs> I, don't wanna, I don't want anything to do with that drama. I accidentally added them, uh, that person. <laughs> and I tried to add them accidentally because I didn't know what the account was. I was like, oh, who's this? Whatever. Like They messaged us, so I'll add them. And then it was just like, bling, if bling, you bling. Uh, do this and this and this, then I'll let you follow me. And I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. My no bad. Thanks. I'm out. Dude, so this episode, we're going to be hopping in with a repeat um, guess, but it's going to be Pete. It's going to be less about his club and more about the awesome blog that he does. And it's called Moped Rich. So, if you have bought anything from Dose since the new year, you've probably received a Moped Rich Moped Calendar, which he also did last year. So, it should be cool. Um, lose one of the homies. He's in the Magnetos, and, you know, he's doing cool stuff in mopeds. So, let's give him a call. Yeah, I hope there's no, like, trigger questions, because I haven't read any of the blogs yet. Hello. Yo, Lou, what's up, bro? What's up? Welcome oh, back hi. to the podcast. Yay, second time. <laughs> Doubling down. <laughs> What's up, Lou? How are, how are y'all doing tonight? Good. Uh, you're here with uh, me and Ashley and Thomas and Brad. Now Dick switch. Dangler. He's super bent these days, too. <laughs> <laughs> Old granddad just hanging out over there. Oh, boy. <laughs> so i kind of like introduced you a little bit just told him like you know you're lou you're from the magnetos and you have a cool blog called moped rich but you want to give them your own little spiel about the thing and we'll just get, get into it man uh yeah lou i'm the uh co-captain of uh the houston gang or houston chapter magnetos uh jesse's the other co-captain 
Uh, other than that, I, I created this uh, blog called Moped Rich. I appreciate everybody who checks it out whenever you get a chance. And, uh, yeah, just trying to, you know, provide more value and information or entertainment to everybody. Hell yeah, dude. I saw, like, recently, too, you've uh, been, like, collabing with other people. You did the uh, the little, like, blog uh, page takeover, like, posts with um, Break the Cycle Moto, who we also, like, had on the show recently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was cool. Yeah, she reached out to me, and uh, I was stoked to do it, you know? That was, all, that was awesome. She did, a, she did a great blog post for me, and so I just tried to give her, you know, some of my flavor on her blog. That's all. Hell yeah, dude! So uh, how how do you go about doing the uh, the calendar? Like, how do you like select um the bikes you're doing for them? Because that's like a super cool thing you've been doing the last uh, two years. Yeah, so uh, for that, I pretty much just pick uh, a bike that I featured on the blog. I try to pick a bike that's in that month, um, but because I have like a day job and family and other stuff. Sometimes I miss a month without even blogging. So, uh, I pretty much just pick 12 bikes, at, you know, sort of at random and then, uh, just lay it out, design it, print it. And then, uh, with the help of either last year was a uh, dose and uh, treat this year, uh, with the help of dose, I just got them, you know, distributed, just something to give back to everybody. It's they're free, you know, which is like, super rad that you just give them away, you know? It's like you took your time and your effort and your, like, money to, like, put into making them. Yeah. There's nothing free. How is it you give it away? <laughs> I mean, they, well, I guess they're not really free because in order for you to get them, you, you have to, uh, I guess, purchase something from Dose and if it's big enough, they, they put it in your package. But it was just something, uh, I don't know, something extra you can get. If you're going to order parts anyways, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, how many of those calendars did you order? Uh, so I ran off. The first batch I ran was 150. And uh, pretty much sent them all to Dose. And they were going to they were gonna send some overseas to, um, I think, Spain or something. One of the games over there. So that was, that was pretty awesome of them. And then the rest, uh, they distributed, you know, with, with orders. And then I have another batch of 50 that I'm uh, getting ready to just pretty much give away. I'm sending y'all some to give away. Oh. And then, I don't, I don't know, I'll figure out I'll figure out some way to give away the rest. Yeah, <laughs> price point, what does that cost to have, have like 150 of them printed? Uh, shoot, I don't, I don't really know, man. I don't really know how to answer that. <laughs> I, I guess I, I kind of I have the hookup on, on printing them. So, they, I mean, they, I just take my time to design them. And then uh, I'm able to, I guess, sort of print them at, at cost or whatnot. So they don't really awesome. cost me too much. Fuck yeah. And then so that, that's why I don't really, I don't really charge. You know, it's something I can make for fairly cheap. I just had to put in my time and then just, and then give it, give it away, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Dude, uh, how's the scene been in your city recently, dude? How y'all making it through uh, your brutal winters in Texas? <laughs> <laughs> we're we're making it great right now. I mean, today's kind of cold. It's like forty seven right now, but I think yesterday it was like in the sixties, and then 
probably the day before that it was in the 70s and the weekend was probably in the 80s or something weird like that so we're having a great riding weather i guess you know you're just gonna make it out to florida no i'm not gonna make it out i think jesse's working on trying to go out there i hope so but uh yeah uh everybody else i don't think anybody else is gonna make it uh bummer yeah we're we're actually making it too busy having more babies no, I can't have more babies. I, I closed up shop. <laughs> I was uh, I was broken and now I'm fixed. So yeah, no, no more babies from here, man. All right, Ashley, he's off the table for you. Sorry, <laughs> dude. Uh, I know. I know. Like recently, you did the uh, review on the Onyx, man. When you like, how was how was that? Like, you want to talk about it? Ooh, you got an Onyx? Yeah. How, did, how did you get your hands on one of those, man? So the homie Lester, uh, Austin Lopez, so Lester is actually and his mom still lives down here in Houston, like not too far from my house, because I live like in the suburbs of Houston, and uh, he was coming back and forth and he ordered one. He got one during the whole uh, Kickstart, uh, I think it was Kickstart, Indiegogo, whatever campaign, right? Yeah. And, uh, and so he got one, and when he finally got here... I was stoked, and uh, I just drove down to his mom's house, and and I took my moped, and we went for we went for a ride, and and you know I figured there was lots of questions from people inside the moped community about it. So after I wrote it, took some pictures of it, I tried to answer as many questions as I could come up with on it. Um, and I have to say, uh, I'm pretty proud of that that post. It, it gets a lot of surprisingly so. Yeah, I don't know if uh, I I don't know if I helped Onyx sell some moped or sell some e-bikes, but if I did, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they definitely have like, a lot of hype to them for sure. They're like their internet presence is like super good. Yeah, I think that yeah. if, if we could like get better at you know putting our information out there, maybe somebody would actually hook us up with like a trial bike, something to test yeah, out, I mean, review, you know. Yeah, just I would just say I would say keep at it and definitely. Uh, work on your uh, like digital marketing or whatnot but it's i don't know i think i think it just depends i think y'all have a good y'all have a good opportunity to, to get some you know people on there because i feel like there's a lot of exposure on your on your podcast uh i mean i don't really get any free stuff the only i got a uh a bike cover to review that's the only thing i've ever gotten free no that's so, right yeah so like that's why i jumped at the opportunity when that's their uh, got his to review it because uh, Onyx wasn't going to send me one and <laughs> I wasn't going to work out for 4 G's to test one out. So it worked out great. I just jumped on it. Dude, uh, I, like, uh, I like recently thought about trying to buy one. I was just like, man, like when I think about it, I'm just like, dude, I could sell my DRZ and I could like swap out, even trade and get one. And then I'm just like, uh, my DRZ rides too up on a highway <laughs> doing 80 miles an hour. It also like, makes the right noises. Yeah, <laughs> it you makes know? those noises. That's that's like yeah. part of all of it. I've seen some people riding around on some really shitty slow bikes, but boy, they sounded awesome. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, that's I, the, that's the like DRZ right there. It's kind of slow. It's kind of shitty, but it makes all the right noises. You know, can you do wheelies on those things? Maybe they gotta have a lot of torque, right? Hey, Luke, the onks, yeah. Can you do wheelies on those? You try it, dude. I don't. I didn't even try. It is dippy off the line for sure. But I I don't even know how to do wheelie, so I couldn't even tell you what what you need to do wheelie. So maybe you could. 
Well, around here, you just buy the bike that already does it. <laughs> okay. And, and then you your bust your ass like me. <laughs> <laughs> and me. <What? laughs> so you, then you bust your ass like me and Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess you can, right? Don't you need like some good back brake? And it, it has that. Yeah. It has that little. If you, back. if you use them, it helps. Yeah. yeah. I recently, uh, I don't know if I talked about it last on Sunday. I looped my pedal bike this weekend. Oh yeah, you told I was, me. I was trying to show off like wheeling for my nephew. Like we were riding bicycles in the in the, <laughs> in the quarter zack in the suburb, and I'm like, yeah, man, check this out. I did a wheelie. He's like, oh, that's awesome. And he was super pumped. And like two wheelies later, I went straight to my back, dude. It was uh. like the left hand brake on a bicycle is not the rear brake. It's the front. <laughs> <laughs> It's definitely the front. Yeah, I was like ten o'clock, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, which break, bu- break, which break, fucked break, me break, up break. on my Vespa forever because I I set mine up like a bicycle at first because I was like I don't remember where the brakes go like when I first put it together like forever ago started building it and I just like grabbed the bicycle and I was like oh that's how it goes and then I was riding and I was like this doesn't make any fucking sense yeah. like if I do a wheelie I've got to use the throttle and to uh, hit the rear brake I've always and wondered I where that, them. I've always wondered where that disconnect came from like why it's backwards like that like European baby. I don't no, know. It can't man. be, right? Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's like all motorcycles do it, no matter what, where it's from, you know? It makes sense for a motorcycle because your throttle. I, I mean, most people are righties. You're not going to put the throttle on the left. Well, it makes sense for, yeah, but you would think, well, I guess the bicycle came first, right? And then the motorcycle came second. And then by that time, or did they have that style of brakes back then? I don't know. Looks like, it looks like my favorite needs to do some research for us. <laughs> Yeah, that's your next blog spot. <laughs> yeah, I'll do a bike rich one. <laughs> but as far as the Onyx itself, uh, I think it's awesome, man. Uh, it, it it was quick off the line. It was fast for sure. And because there's no moving, uh, you know, the engine doesn't have to, like it doesn't have like a two-stroke engine on it, right? Obviously, it doesn't vibrate at all. So it's super duper smooth. Mm, definitely it not felt- a bike for the ladies. <laughs> it felt like you were riding on air. Yeah, yeah definitely not. Probably, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's a funny joke, though. Uh, that freaking uh, when we went to the Portland rally, um, Lester went too, and he got to. Uh, they let him borrow the Simpsons bike. It's a Chow. It's a Simpsons Chow. Oh yeah, uh, I got pictures Simpsons of it on, on, like on, shit. Yeah, dude, that thing hurt so much. I couldn't. I couldn't sit on it. And uh, I remember joking with Lester. I was like, I don't know, dude. This might be a ladies' bike right here because this thing is crazy. <laughs> Shit. Uh, we, when I was like first got on the motorcycles, all the dudes were like, oh man, you got to get a Harley, man. Women love Harleys because they just sit there and vibrate, man. Women love them. I was like, <laughs> all right, sure. Keep telling yourself that. I wonder if that's even true. I mean, maybe to some people, but like that's not the reason I would buy a Harley. I wouldn't be like, "Hey, I bought a vibrator that I can ride to work." You know, <laughs> got eight some, some, some old grumpy man like trying to be clever. Dude, I sold this. Uh, well, I didn't sell it because I got fucking bojangled all day. But I had this like guy come to look at the truck, and he's like, "I was like, oh, I can sell it to you without the truck cap for like a little bit lower price," and he's like. Oh no! I need the truck cap, man. You can sleep in this thing, can't you? And I'm like, it's a six foot four Ranger. Like, I don't know what the fuck <laughs> your plan is with this thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then he's telling me he's gonna tow a giant camper with it. I was like, all right, I don't give a shit. As long as you pay me, man, I don't care. And then he's like, how many bitches you fuck in this thing? And I was no, like, he what? Did. Yeah, he really did. He said that. What? Yeah, he did. Yeah, and I was like. <laughs> 
I was like, zero bitches, actually. You know, like n- I've only had it for a short while. It's like, like technically, it's only enough room for a hand job, but uh, no, I, I should have been like, open the door slowly. You can still smell the stink. Oh, you know, or something God, like. Just got I'm, done, actually. I'm not gonna lie. I had sex in a Ford Ranger in a quarter sack one time. It was not good. In the back? Um, in a cul-de-sac. Yeah, I stood on the outside you of the sex. truck. You had sex <laughs> on the inside of the truck. With the Ford Ranger or in the Ford Ranger? In the Ford Ranger. Okay. Well, I guess you would call it half, half in and half out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is all your, all your space, you know? Is this yeah. the one where you got caught by the cops and... The no, girl no, got that taken was, home. That was a different time. Different oh. white girl. <laughs> <laughs> different snow bunny. Oh my god. A little snow bunny. <laughs> little, little porcelain princess. Uh, yeah, when you're just young and dumb, you don't have anywhere to uh, do things that you want to do, you know? Dude, I still want to fuck in a cul-de-sac in a Ford Ranger. And I, I can fuck in my house, and I still would rather do it in the Ford Ranger in a cul-de-sac once in a while. That was a dark-ass cul-de-sac, too. <laughs> That's like a recently I saw some tree on some like post on Reddit or something here where like someone in Churchill was just like a a small neighborhood like in Richmond. And it's like I don't know, it's whatever neighborhood. Someone like in the back of the neighborhood like was having sex and threw their condom on the sidewalk and someone like put like a a giant like bulletin like size sign they stapled to the tree beside where it happened. Like, please do not throw used condoms in the street. Like, and took pictures of it. We have cameras. We will, like, you know, for- photograph you next children time. Children play here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like little tortoise. Like, no, like, speeding children play. It's like, no use condoms. Children play. <laughs> yeah. But... Oh, my. It's a uh, That's So, like, I was trying to think of something clever. But, it's like, you know, have you seen, like, street art guys find shit like that? And they make, like, a ridiculously clever, like, oh, God. sign or, like, a drawing <laughs> out of it. That would have been funny. Do some Dude, art. Yeah, like do you like them. do you like an outline of it, like a, a police outfit, you know, like seven thousand dead dead sperm cells died here or something. <laughs> oh my! Street art. So back, still under investigation. Still <laughs> so back to back to mopeds. Uh, <laughs> what's your uh, what's been your favorite bike you've done so far on the blog? Oh man. There's a lot of bangers on there, so I know it's a hard decision, too. There is, dude. Uh, I don't know. I like I like a lot of them. Uh, top, I did this, top five. Let's make it easier. There's this D-ring on there that has a wicked custom swing arm. <clears throat> that one was pretty good. I think it was from uh, Douglas uh, Rick. I believe his, his last name. Or, I don't even know if that's his last name. I think that was his handle or whatever, but... Um, his name's on the on the post on the blog post, but he made this awesome uh, sort of cafe uh, Sebring, and he made a whole custom rear swing arm on on it. That one's pretty sweet. Um, a real popular one is uh, there's a Moby on there, like a 50V racer Moby. The blue one. Uh, yeah, people love that one. Yeah, and that bike's the only pretty thing hot. I, the only thing I don't like about that bike are the ports. Because yeah. it looks like it still has the original Moby for it, the pencil one. Yeah, I like the Vespa uh, Super Bravo. Yeah, that one's good, too. The newest uh, one's pretty sweet. The 
Yeah, I see what you're saying about the blue one. We pulled it up. It's really easy to check it out. It's the uh, the Mobi the Mobiad uh, AV89 Racer. Yeah, that one's also popular too. The other one I was talking about was the AV10. Okay. That 89 that 89 Racer is wicked, man. That dude polished the whole engine. That's crazy. Yeah, it's shiny. Does it run? Yeah. Chrome won't get you home. <laughs> it does run. I wonder if it's still Chrome though. Uh, I follow him on Instagram, and I, he has more updated pictures of it. And uh, it's, I mean, it looks very similar. But he got all the good stuff on there. He got those uh, Paoli port and the Paoli shock. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a big French guy, but Jesse tells me that's good to have. Yeah, the Sebring's got that cafe racer look. All the kids are looking for. Is it the? There's two Sebrings on there. It's not the gold one. It's no, like a the black, black one. Yeah, the yeah. black one with the custom swing arm. Yeah, Jax has that same seat, I think, on his bike. Yeah, a lot of people have been doing that recently, getting the um, those eBay seats and just, like, slapping them on. Yeah, the price is good on them. They look good. They seem to be pretty well made. The Super Bravo yeah, they work. tits, though. My brother got one on his, uh, on his uh, Tomo Sparga, and it, it's legit. I'm surprising them. I'm like, damn, it's legit. Uh, to be honest, I kind of like it better than the... Uh, the MLM cafe thing, only because most people don't finish them. That's and my so biggest that, pet peeve, dude. Like everyone yeah. gets that MLM like seat, and like it's like we talked no about that just the yeah. other day. Yeah, it's, it's a seat pan. It's I've not never a seen seat. one finished. Never, no, never. I saw Alexis has like a woven rag glued to her seat pan, and the steel seat pan, like the edges are still just like same thing with the uh, Polini racer seat, hard metal. Yeah. It's like it was a it's a rate seat pan, but no one finishes it. There's, oh, uh, there's a uh, Beretta Magnum on there that uh, that belongs to uh, uh, oh one of Lester's uh, cousins. I think she is. She lives in Portland, and uh, that Magnum is awesome. I think uh, Sabatino built it um, from Sabatino Moped in Portland. Mm-hmm. Uh, that thing is wicked, man. They did a good job on that one. It's just a, it's a V1 uh, Beretta Magnum top tank. They did a custom decal. And if you ever look at a stock Magnum, Beretta Magnum, uh, and look at that one, uh, I feel like that's how the tank decal should have looked. Mm. We're trying to find it Yeah, now. I'm trying to find it. It yeah. should be on the front page still somewhere. You guys mm. just got to check out his blog, dude. It's uh, mopedrich.com, and it's like tons of like great bike reviews and like breakdowns and like all sorts of shit dude yeah i've been following the instagram forever i didn't even know it was you honestly yeah what's the process is you even like getting it? you just like find a bike through trolling the internet or do people hit you up to look at their bikes to see if it's a candidate uh so i don't really judge them like that if you want your bike featured i'll, I'll feature it you know it's a platform that i want to utilize for everybody and uh the main point is, like, I know you can use uh, Garage.77, right? Yeah, but this seems um, to be an easier platform to view. Yeah, well, the other thing is, I feel like a lot of people don't want to go through the effort of posting all the content on there. They just want to post the pictures. So if you just send me the pictures, I can pretty much figure out everything that you put on the bike, you know? So uh, anybody who wants their bike featured, they could just email me, uh, contact at OpenRidge. Or find me on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, that's one way. The other way is I just scour uh, the internet 
for anything I find cool and post it. Yeah, I see Richie's bikes up there. Did he send you his information? Yeah, he did. Yeah, that thing's pretty legit. I guess you yeah. run, you run the risk of getting clowned. Uh, everyone. Can't, your, bike, I, your bike's whack. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sending you my bike. <laughs> well, that's kind of why I like somebody in someone's garage too, because sometimes you just get to see people's like ratty builds or like their stalker, and they're just putting all the bikes up there, just put them up there. Yeah, some of the shit is good, but then you've got some of it that they think is really good. I mean, Richmond's oh, got I, a lot of fucking rat bikes, so it's like you know, all their bikes they might not always be pretty. <laughs> we should just do a Richmond rat bike blog spot on here. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have to be pretty, man. Some people like them ratty, and uh, my bad. Richie's bike, uh, I I pretty much followed his build thread on uh, Facebook or whatever. He I think it was on Facebook is where he had it. And I shared his images from Facebook and, uh, just, I read, uh, like anything that he posted on it. And then that's how I kind of put it together. Yeah. For his. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah I, see, I, I know it. he was stoked to have it on there. Yeah. I think you're, uh, I, uh, I had him confused with Jack. Jack sent me his. Uh, don't put uh, that shit up there. <laughs> that thing's terrible. Yeah, Jack is up there. His is up there. Oh man, we had to send him home because he kept fucking breaking down constantly. <laughs> I was like, "What are you doing, man? You're going to Seas Town like over and over again. Just babysit this thing home so I don't have to like go home and get my truck and pick you up." Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jackson. his little arrows on there. <laughs> <laughs> it's unlocked uh, like in my backyard head. right now. If anyone wants to steal it. <laughs> <laughs> It wouldn't get very far. It's, it's either out of gas or something, you know. It's like, oh, shoot, I want to, I want to put uh, Ashley's Pinto on there. Oh, yeah. I tried, to, I, I tried to find pictures of it, but I couldn't find a lot of pictures of it. And yeah. I guess I just, I've been slacking on my part. I haven't reached out to Ashley. I got some good photos of it. Thomas has a good photos, but it's so there's, janky. There's a, couple, there's a couple before and afters, and there's some, uh, some crash photos. Some, yeah, some crash photos, you know. A little bit Is that everything. the one you got in a wreck with? Yeah. Yes, same bike. Oh, snap. I only remember seeing it one time. The first time uh, we went to uh, uh, New Orleans in 2014. Yeah, that was that was the first year. That was a year after I crashed. Yeah, so that's probably oh, like okay. right after I repainted it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember we remember seeing it on the, I think it was in the bed of the truck when we first saw it. And and we're looking at the paint job. We were like, "Damn, that's what's up." Yeah, it's, doing, because, it's, you know, it's definitely doing new paint job. It's starting to pop finally because it's got like yeah. fifteen layers of clear on it. <laughs> nice. I, but I learned how to do like fish scaling and all that shit. So I think this time I'm going to fish scale it. Hey, shit, dude. I, I'm I like uh, when people get down on uh, custom paint jobs for their moped. But I also get that it's kind of time consuming, and there's a certain point where you're building a moped that you're kind of just like ready to be done with. All the mock-up and build-up, and you're ready to ride that thing, too. So. Yeah. yeah, but luckily it's just the tank. You can pop the tank off of that one and swap the tank for whatever, you know what I mean, while it's being, like, prepped and shot. So. Yep, that's why uh, I did a, another uh, article about, like, the moped that would recommend to people, to new riders, and the Pinto is, like, on, on there. And that was the reason I chose it, because you could take the tank off, so if it's rusty, it's easy to clean, unlike a Maxi where... To clean the tank, it's kind of a bitch because you, you kind of have to take the whole bike apart if you really want to shake it up with something or hopefully just let it let it sit with some sort of solution and it'll come out, you know? Yeah, I but recommend the, the Pinto because uh, when you uh, f- figure out that moped isn't for you, you can sell it easier. 
Yeah. <laughs> so like there's there's two pluses to the Pinto right there, right out of the gates. Uh, yeah. t- turns out I suck at working on shit and this thing breaks down every time I try to ride it forty five miles to work and expect it to be reliable. Um I kinda like uh really was impressed by the one bike like we were just talking about how like you know sometimes you just don't want to take the time to finish and paint and do all this stuff like the whole like uh that that maxi bike that you posted recently that the dude john built i think he's from hawaii or something i can't remember where where he's from but dude the time and effort he put into that bike to meticulously paint everything and like that's nice posh and build it super well but also to not ride it when it was done like <laughs> what? so like wait to get legit photo shoot done on your bike you know <laughs> like that's a yeah. hard thing to do when you get, when i finish a bike i'm instantly ready to just go rip it in the dirt <laughs> and ruin yeah. it <laughs> yeah that that thing has some extra work that you don't you can't even tell they uh sectioned the back end mm-hmm. and they yeah. filled it they filled it with some new sheet metal mm-hmm. so it's like it's like uh i appreciate like above the work but like work that people put in that, that are like sort of above just bolt-ons you know what i mean yeah yeah it's it's cool like on that bike for me like uh for just aesthetics i feel like it should roll just a smidge more in the seat pan like they could almost add since they're already doing all that metal work to just kind of add some metal to roll it in the seat pan like to bring the not necessarily a, sort of like how the original section was but you know but yeah that's a really cool bike those wheels are sick and kickstart fucking gila yeah where's the padding yeah. on the seat Yes, that's the whole thing that's told the the Polini racer sheet that no one finishes. Like that's I'm still waiting to see people finish it. I've seen people do like the legit mount so they so you can mount it better. Like they'll make a pan for underneath the pan, the plastic pan. So they can just like, you know, with the post so you can bolt it on the things easier. Yeah, clearly this dude doesn't ride the thing though. Look at the air filter on that carburetor. It's never gonna work. It'll work. I've seen people run that all the time. That's what those years dudes run on those all those uh cross bikes. They run those giant air filters. Gonna like, spit like a bunch a, like of fuel in there, bike. clog it up. It's gonna be done. No, you just gotta run leaner, <laughs> real lean. You gotta run rich at first, and once your air filter clogs up full of fucking fuel and oil, then you gotta lean it out. Yeah, moped rich. Yeah, that's a sweet bike. What's the dash? <laughs> show, me the the, show me the picture of the dash of that bike again. Uh, this is a, one of those episodes where it'd be really good if we uh, had video so you yeah. could see what we're doing. But we're just lurking on Moped Rich because it's just an awesome blog, you know? I know. It's got like a wood dash with a temp gauge and I think either tack or arrow meter on it. It's kind of cool. It's nice and clean. It looks good. It does. Yeah. <coughs> and then yeah. it's like, like, I wish like when people do the uh, the super dropped like EBRs, like they just cut the tubes. I don't know how many people do that, like just like cutting your tube size down in the springs. Instead of having oh, the, the, the bridge, yeah, 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 it's not that difficult. I mean, you could take the if you cut it, you could just take the tubes to a machine shop and they'll rethread them for you for peanuts. You know what I mean? Like it's really not that much money, and then you're good to go. You know, but sometimes people don't. They just want to lower the actual bike and the frame, mm-hmm. and not necessarily lower where their hands go. You know, so that's some. You know, so it kind of goes both ways. So mm-hmm. if you were to cut those tubes, now your hands. Or like super, I don't know, man. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not it wouldn't necessarily work. But then you're looking cool, dude. All hunchbacks. <laughs> <laughs> hunchback if this dude day. really wanted to look cool, he'd grab some stock Tomos bars, flip them upside down, and slap them <laughs> on that bitch. <laughs> like those M bars that are upside down that hang super low. Mm-hmm. You just get off. You need a walker. 
Oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My, uh, my first hobby build, I had a Grande Forks on it, and I put uh, the clip ones, like the the cheapest ones that you can get on uh, on treats. Uh, they weren't that great, so I don't recommend them to anybody. Or if you do, make sure you shim them hoes really good, because they, they don't come, move on. Yeah, you. they come with those shims, and the shims they come with aren't good enough. Yeah, I would recommend cutting an inner tube and putting that in there, because that's the only thing. Yeah, that seemed to work for me. I use Gorilla Glue duct tape a lot for like if I buy some shitty handlebars that don't fit in the motorcycle good, and Gorilla Glue duct tape. I'm like around around them. This seems to hold them in real good. Yeah. Well, built that. I thought that was cool. Like, man, it's super drop. It's lower than M bars. They're still <laughs> under the top plate. And then after that first rally, the next chance I had, I went to straight M bars, and I was like, all right, that's a little bit better. And now I was like, man, fuck that. I got some uh, Tomo handlebars on there. Yeah. And I was like, I appreciate sitting up straight now. Fuck yeah. that. My, stockers, I love the like, Tomo's bars. straight up. My favorite, <laughs> my, yeah, dude, my favorite bars are the ones that aren't, like, curved to the actual hand grips. They have, like, the straight poles that sort of stick, you know, a little further uh-huh. past. You know, like, I'm not sure what those bars are called, but those things look fucking dope. Yeah. Like hands down, yeah. best free handlebar mod you can get. And yeah. People get rid of them all the time. I'm like, yo, I'll take them. Give me those. Mm-hmm. Those things are sick. That's kind of yeah, me I, too. I did the same thing too. It's kind of why I like the like uh, Derby variant. Is like probably one of the most comfortable mopeds because the seat sits lower than the top of the head tube already. So mm-hmm. you're already sitting in an upright position, kind of like no matter what bars you put on it. Yeah, I agree. That's a. Uh... That's the thing that appeals to me about the derbies too, the variants. Uh, I'm not a fan for like stamped frames, but that's something that I don't like about it. But uh, other than that, I like the derby for the same reason. I like the tall fork, the tall shocks. It's like a, it's like a grande. Yeah, I like. Yeah. Mmm, grande. Yeah, a grande was my first moped, and uh, I I just built one for a guy down the street. I never knew how much of a pain in the ass it would be to clean that tank. That tank is hard to clean. Heavy it's bike. easy, dude. What's a heavy bike? What are you guys doing to clean tanks? It's so fucking easy. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I, I did a... Uh, I think I got a process now. But I ran the... I let it sit with evaporust. And then... But it's hard to flush out uh, the debris in the evaporust when the bike's still together. I mean, if you take it all apart, you can put something in there and shake it all out. But... It's hard. How do you, I mean, how do you get the crud that's underneath the the two parts that go, that bend up underneath the seat? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, no, it's it, like for me, what I do, so a lot of it, uh, times you run into a bike that's got like really old school gas in it and that shit turns to like that crazy gluey varnish substance. Mm-hmm. It's like brown, super gluey, extra stinky. And that shit does not come out with like evaporust no matter what. So what happens? Yeah, diesel works pretty good, but lately I've just been using just regular gasoline. Just fill a bitch up full of gas, but first I'll take the petcock off, put a rubber hose on it, and at the end, you know, so I can get the rubber hose out of the frame of the Grande particularly, and then stuff like a spark plug in the end of it to, like, plug it up. And then fill it up full of yeah. gasoline, because the next step will eat the petcock up. And then once that's, uh, the gasoline will basically uh, soften up or start to re re-unglue that gluey old gasoline that you know it's like elephant snot and so once that starts softening up just leave it for like a week or two and then or if you don't have that much time just do what you can flush it out once that's done a little splash of acetone just in the bottom of it to run the rest of it out and then i just take muriatic acid pour that shit in there fill it all the way up and let it sit for about 15 minutes if there's chunks of rust 
They won't be chunks of rust anymore. And if your frame mm. is shit and it blows a hole through it, you should be scrapping that piece of shit bike anyway. Unless okay. you got a good welder friend. And then it takes fucking no time and just, you know. It, what it an asshole. <laughs> uh, Jax, chime him in. Dude, sorry, we're getting a call from Jax. Give me one second. Hi. Jax, what's up? I just merged the calls. Call merging in conference mode. Merge. Jax, what's up? You're on the Moped Money podcast. Welcome to the episode. Oh, I'm on the Moped Money podcast? <laughs> no, you're not on the Moped Money podcast. I'm hanging up. I'll talk to you guys No, later. no, don't hang up. What do you want? <laughs> you're here now. You're here now. Nah, you didn't done it now. This is not a, is not a uh, Moped Money podcast conversation. You didn't already interrupted shit. You don't be, don't be quitting <laughs> on me <laughs> now. Come get, come get my pickup truck well, if you need it. Someone who I need to talk to, but I really don't want it on the air. So uh, come get my pickup hey, truck hey, if you need it. Uh, what do you want to say? Uh-huh. Why do you love mopeds? And then you can hang up. Why do I love mopeds? I love mopeds because they're like a puzzle, and then they break, and you gotta really quickly figure out that puzzle so you can get back on the ride. And if you can't, you better have a pocket beer in your pocket and sit on the side of the road. And wait you better have a pocket beer. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Tell your mama said hi. Bye, okay. Jax. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, you know what that call is. It's Lou, you still got Lou? Yeah, I'm here. All right, cool. we'll see. <laughs> sorry for the interruption. Yeah, sorry about that. Jax apparently oh, hydroplaned his car into something tonight. Yeah, our little moped child, uh, Rebels uh, Spawn, has just been like on a downward spiral the last couple weeks. I sold, him my, I sold him my Vespa C Monte Carlo. That's how I met uh-huh. him. And he rode it and, like, didn't know anything about moped. So, like, that's a given. Like, he needed some help. It didn't have a belt cover on it. So, he'd, like, ride it to work in the rain and shit. And then he wouldn't start when he needed to get home because the belt was either stretched or wet or something. He didn't know, you know. So, like, got him through that and, he, you know, got a kit put on it. And he rode it for a while. And then he thought it just wasn't a bike for him because he couldn't figure it out. Like, it wouldn't. He never could get it to run quite right for him or whatever reason. So he ended up getting the Tomos. Then that didn't work out, and he hated that. And then he got a Pook engine on his other bike, and that didn't work out. Then he's back to his Tomos, and like, maybe you just suck at mopeds, dude. You got to fucking go back to school on mopeds. Everyone starts off sucking, man. We Yeah, no, we all did. And that's what I told him. It's like, don't, don't ever think that you know. Whatever you think you know, it's going to bite you in the ass because you think you got it. You think you know that piston's in right. You think you got, like, in that... Uh, video i thought i had all the shit put together on my uh main gear and i fucked that up too and i pull it all back apart and you know whatever you think you know you don't man go back and double check it always go back to school yeah. you know so I, wanted, I wanted to give you a prop thomas that that video for your first video dude that video was legit it was good man no nah, i appreciate it thanks man i hope we get some more out there i got the same engine i haven't finished it yet so i'll get the rest of the videos done uh hopefully get started on it next week yeah, most people, their first videos are, like, super cringy. Yours is not bad, so that's, like, a good starting point. So that means your videos are only going to get better than that one, you know? Because yeah. you, you just get better as you go. And that's that's a good starting point. Your audio was on point, which is, like, the, the one thing that people don't forgive in YouTube is audio. And, I mean, your your video was good. Your camera was in a, in a, in a dope spot. There was, like, I didn't struggle to, to see you build an engine off the corner of the... Of the video, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I'm getting a hard on. Keep talking. Had that good, <laughs> had that good framing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, uh, and it was two hours of filming cut down to 30 minutes. Yeah, I I know. I only have a few. I also have a YouTube channel, but I only have a few videos on there because 
the uh, editing part does take a long time. And uh, if you're wrenching on something and you're trying to record it, it makes wrenching on something twice as long. Dude, yeah. so, you know how hard it is to sit in the garage by yourself, drinking, talking to yourself to a video camera, like trying to like actually make sense and not be not to say some like bad habit, stupid old racist shit, you know, like you know, like yeah. not not that I do that often, but like anything can happen, you know. Like I could have been like, oh, oh, this Chinese made blah 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 blah, you know, like, but. That's not a true thing about that part. Like I, I, I was watching a video back talking about the the material the metal was made of. You know, I'm like, hey, don't rinse this down. I'm like, Matt, did I say some racist shit? Did you have to like cut it out? Was I like this Chinese metal or whatever? And was like, he's like, no, dude, you're good. I was like, did I say anything? He's like, no, you didn't do it at all. You're good. I was like, oh, thank God. That's why you guys are lucky. You get to hear Thomas on the podcast because when he says something real fucked up. We get to keep it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I didn't do it. That's a that's a huge bonus. I was really happy about that. He's getting better. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I feel like it takes a lot or a special kind of person or like charisma. Maybe that's what you just got some charisma to talk into the mic. So like when I do, when I record mine, I don't talk. I do a voiceover after the fact, you know? Yeah. Because uh, I feel like I stumble over my words when I'm, if I'm trying to wrench and talk at the same time. Yeah, I so was going to, but the audio was cheap. decent, so we kept it. Yeah, yeah. And if you guys haven't taken the time, uh, Thomas's uh, moped YouTube channel is uh, Rebel Mopeds. Rebel Mopeds, and uh, Lou's moped channel is Moped Rich, as uh, you could have guessed it. <laughs> you could have guessed it, but you didn't, so we told you. <laughs> Dude, um... I see you sell, uh, you have like mopeds for sale on your website too. Or like, are you pretty much the only game in town as far as selling bikes in Houston? Um, yeah, for mopeds, pretty much. So, uh, I, I, I want to be like the main go-to person for mopeds in Houston. So right now there's like a scooter shop that, that, um, well, like they advertise that they work on mopeds, but I've heard from a number of people that, if they take their moped there, that they pretty much turn them away, that they don't work on it. So, um, and they, they tell me that they found him on the internet. So I was like, well then I'm just going to add a section to my website that hopefully when people are searching for like moped repair or service in Houston, they can find me easier. Cause not everybody has Facebook. So yeah, it's a great uh, way to talk people out of their mopeds. So you can get some cool shit too. <laughs> like, oh, this is too expensive. I'll take this uh, rare ass bike off your hands for fifty dollars. It's also good to talk to the scooter shop and see if they're actually working on mopeds, and if not, they can refer people to you. That's what Thomas has going on with the scooter shop. They used to work on mopeds, but they don't anymore. So that anytime they get a moped in, they just give them Thomas's number. Yeah, if it needs parts or like servicing, so like I usually just distrib- redistribute it. You know sort of like sometimes i'll take some stuff on but and we don't get a lot of them but every year we get four or five and i'll send them to jason or like he used to send them to sal when he had his shop going or i'll take on a few or you know if somebody around yeah. here needs money we just sort of like you know part it out i got one the other day a guys coming in with a tomos so as far as uh your repair work goes like how's your pricing work like how do you decide on what to charge because i know that's like a hard thing for me when it comes to doing moped repair it's like I know what stuff is simple to me and I kind of don't value my time as much as I should. Uh, I'm in the same boat too, you know, like I don't really know ever what to charge. The easiest thing to charge is if it needs like a part replaced. Cause then I could just say, 
well, this is how much the part costs. And then just give me something like uh, 20, 30, 40, or 50 on top of that, depending on whatever the part is. At the same time, I try not to uh, short myself. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to charge $20 if I'm going to do like a full rebuild because that's going to take some time. Uh, I, you know, I feel like the older you get, the more you value your time. So I don't, I just don't want to be utilizing my time rebuilding an engine like that for, for, for nothing, for pennies, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I I do my base rate at 60 bucks an hour. And I tell people that a lot of times they'll get more than one hour of work that I actually put in for every hour that they're actually charged. And this does two things for me. It either scares the person away that isn't actually willing to spend the money or it, yeah. or the person that is willing to take the risk and get it done and is serious about paying the money brings their bike in. So it's it's almost like a win-win for me where people call up like, oh, I got this bike, blah, 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 what do you charge yeah. to do this, this, this? And I'm like, it's $60 an hour. It could go this far. This is like my estimation of worst case scenario. And, you know, that's the information. And they either say... I hope it's not the worst case scenario. Here's my bike, and I'll pay you if it is. Or they say, "Fuck that, it's not worth it." And I'm like, "Well, how much you want for it?" <laughs> I, hate, I hate like the end of that thing where, cause, like, because I do, I probably charge the same price. I'm like, "All right, sixty dollars an hour, and then I need a sixty dollar deposit when you drop the bike off, or if I pick it up, you know, we'll charge like a pickup fee and a drop that off towing fee, or whatever. fee is clutch. Yeah, too. towing fees clutch. Like, you know, 25 yeah. bucks to come pick your bike up. Like, you know, it takes time out of your day. It takes money and it takes but effort. It also shows dedication it. from the customer. <clears throat> yeah. And like, sometimes I'll get to the end. I'll be like, okay, I put in, I know I worked on a bike for six hours and I'm like, I don't want to charge them six hours. You know, I'm just like what the work was. I'm just like, uh, and I'll charge them like three hours because it's always funny. It's yeah, sometimes things take the longer than they fair. should. So it's a tricky thing with mopeds. I mean, I've gotten bikes uh, where it's just been out of gas, and I still charge them at least the $60 fee, you know, plus the towing or whatever, cause, because it's not my fault that they're stupid, you know? Like, I didn't make the mistake. Another, I get paid for what I know, not what I do sometimes, you know? Another thing I like to try is um, when they, when I get a phone call or when I get asked about a, a job, and then uh, we, we talk about it over the phone, I like to ask them what their budget is, you know? If, they're, if their budget is like, I've had somebody say that, they wanted to only spend like twenty dollars to switch a carb out because they wanted to. They were like they saw the uh, shock loan was like twenty five bucks on eBay, and I told them, "Well, you can buy that if you want." I can tell you right now that the the jets are not going to fit because I have one of those clone carburetors, and the jets don't fit. And uh, I talked them into. I was like, "Look, for a hundred bucks, I'll I'll throw in the carb and install it and tune it. How's that? You know, because that to work with their budget." And I have other people that are like. They don't want to spend more than 300 bucks. And I'm like, cool. Well, I can tell you right now for the amount of work you need done, I can do it for 200 solid, you know? Yeah. And that way, uh, I feel like that's fair because the amount of work I actually do, it probably comes out to the same amount in hours, you know? I've, I've got uh, that experience in my, my side of town, like Richmond, when I've done that and ask what their budget is, I feel like they think I'm fishing to see how much money I can get out of them. And so that's been a turnoff in the past. So that's why I quit doing that and just started doing just the base price and say, this is what I, you know what I mean? Because sometimes you get, you know, suspicious people. Yeah. They don't know what they're getting into and they feel like they're, that, you know, what's your budget? And if you say $500 and then they're, and you're like, oh, I think I can do it for that, you know, but realistically the thing's only 400 bucks, you know, like, so it's one of those weird things where it's sort of a trust issue. And that's why I don't do that. Yeah. I run into a couple of weird, also, uh... go for it. 
Oh, it's also like a uh, like a psychological thing. So if they say my budget is five hundred, and they set the anchor themselves that five hundred is the most that they they're willing to, to invest. I say that with with uh, air quotes. It's the amount <laughs> they want to invest into their moped, right? So then from there, like that's your anchor point to know. Well, is five hundred going to cut what they need? You know, if they need like to completely tear the uh, moped down, rebuild it, swap out the tires, tubes rebuild the engine, paint it, all that, and their budget is 500, well, then you know that, no, 500 is not going to cut it and that they're, that's their budget, so you just let them know, well, it's, that's not enough, you know? But if their anchor, if they set their anchor point to like 10 200 and they need something just like a carb swap, then you're able to go above and beyond their expectations because they're expecting for you to ask for the full 200 and you're really only going to charge them 100 bucks to swap out a carb, you know? Yeah. So, but I, I can see, I mean, I see both ways and, and everybody's different. Like people are different. So yeah, that, that works good for some customers and then for other people, it doesn't. The other thing is like, uh, you kind of want to choose your perfect customer, your ideal customer, right? So your ideal customer might be the person who is cool with that, that theory that, that setting their own budget and anchor point where, you know, another customer might be, they want to know what the hourly rate is and, they're probably not going to be okay with what your hourly rate is anyways, or, you know, maybe they are, maybe they're not. So, I don't know. I think it's just preference, but I don't think you can go wrong either way. Sounds like you read never split the difference. No, but I'm going I'm to I'm add that to my audio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, read that one. That's a good I'm one. I'm going to add that to my audio yeah, right now. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> that's from, like, a, like, an FBI negotiator. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty good. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not going to add that to my shit. <laughs> you should. Be, I'm going to say we I'm going to do it. We got a long drive to Florida coming, dude. So I'm going to say I'm going to do it, but I'm not. <laughs> I might catch up on some uh, Ron Bennington uh, interviews there. I got, a, I got a nice Stephen King about the crush in, too. I've been trying to get into Stephen King, and I just can't. I've been trying to get into you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> got her. <laughs> but I can't. <laughs> all right dude uh lou we're gonna start wrapping it up thomas has to go to band practice i gotta finish changing tires and you guys want to hear the, the sickest country music ever look up the low birds actually it's just low birds mm-hmm. buy my album it's, uh, it's tight <laughs> he's got a record <laughs> make me famous dude Wait, uh, you don't you don't uh, thomas you don't stream your uh your music yeah we stream it all you can get it you don't for- get paid no, you didn't no, get no. Nah, like uh, we do, but it's hardly anything. It's like pennies every couple of months or something. It's nothing. Uh, I'm about to play that shit on repeat for you. Yeah, <laughs> play it on a repeat, <laughs> dude. Uh, go ahead and give some shoutouts, man, and um, you know, we'll see you later, bud. Yeah. Uh, so first, I want to start off with support your local moped shop. Uh, there's a few of them out there, and uh, one of my goals is to to visit everyone's moped shop in the u.s so hopefully i get to uh i mean i'm gonna do it so uh shout out to the ones i've been to sabatino's was tight uh moped in chicago that's probably been one of my favorite shops uh lester shop i like going to his shop that's austin moped who else have i visited uh i visited the old second stroke uh when they were i think well i, I don't know where they were where they're at now but when they were in brooklyn uh, and now they're yeah i think split yeah up. when they were in brooklyn it's yeah, like half Brooklyn and uh, Pete's down in uh, Florida. Rebel Mopeds, Richmond, Virginia. 
Dredgehead, that's, yeah, have, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, wait, wait, we're, when I went to Richmond, what was it? Was that the old church shed? Uh, you had the, junk, you you had the junkyard shop. Yeah. Oh, okay. That spot was tight. Yeah, it was a good too spot. too bad you don't have that spot anymore. I'm trying to buy that place. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think the only one was like yeah, what, yeah. five million for it or something. One point five million. One point five million. <laughs> yeah. Well, one point five million is better than five million. Yeah. Yeah. It's it'll true. Be a, I like. I like how you think, Liv. It'll be a real big apartment complex one day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey man, y'all have fun in Tampa, dude. Uh, it looks like it's gonna be a blast. Uh, yeah. You're having a little uh, FOMO already about it. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's shaping up for sure, dude. Yeah, and then uh, keep doing what you're doing, dude. I mean, I like it. I like it a lot. I'm a fan. I've listened to every episode. Hell yeah. Good stuff. Through the good and the, through the bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of bad, uh, I got a call from Legion the other day. They want to they they re, uh, a re, a re-record, a, retra- a retake. <laughs> yeah, Second that would be yeah. tight. That would be good. Yeah, re- redo that one because I wanted to listen more of that one and that one was kind of hard to listen to oh, yeah. a lot of i need to put like a numbers. trigger warning on the front of it like in the title dude <laughs> one of my favorite videos is when legion did their like moped interview video shit it's like dude we really ought to do that for richmond like basically their exact same video but for richmond it wasn't was, legion that did it though they they I did know. an interview yeah, but they, it was someone else that was interviewing them i, I know that, uh, mini documentary yeah. yeah yeah that shit was cool though yeah. it, was, it was that was a really yeah, fun video good. to watch it was good yeah I, I watched it. I think, I've, I think I consume any moped content that's out there on the internet. And if you got some moped content you want me to consume, send it my way. Because all I like to do is just watch, listen, view all kinds of moped. Again, on the internet. I'm getting that boner. Keep talking. <laughs> I, I got some moped content you can consume. Uh, Shout out to everybody doing something, man. It, it takes a lot to do something because, like I said, especially like if you're doing video, man, it's that means your your wrench time is doubling, you know what I mean? Like audio, y'all are the only ones doing audio, so that's good. Or only ones now doing audio, right? Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah, there'll be somebody and more power to him. So Yeah, you know. that's what we we say it all the time, dude. Like if you guys want to do something, just fucking start doing it and you know, wing it, see what happens, you know. Yeah, I uh I've been I've been trying to do something for a while already. It's just it's it's uh, I haven't got to it yet. So I guess, you know, keep keep an eye out for I guess Moped Rich podcast. I'm I'm not going to say this year because I probably won't get to it. Well, when you do, so, dude, but, let us know, man. We'll back it up for sure. Yeah, we'll be your guest. Bet. <laughs> Hell yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks, man. We appreciate you being on. We're going to wrap it up. Like I said, I got to get out of here. Cool, man. Y'all have fun. All Later. right. Love you. Have a kiss the kids. I will. Bye. 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 Cool. Thanks, guys, for checking out the podcast. Uh, we're going to get out of here. Keep it nice and short today. Um, and then we're going to go rally. Uh, hopefully, you guys play mopeds this weekend have a good time or i guess this comes out monday yeah road Past trip. Tense. Road trip. Road <laughs> trip. you guys had a good weekend yeah. hope we had a good weekend <laughs> hope we had a hope great we weekend. have a good weekend and yeah fuck your car ride a moped uh hit us up on the voicemail line at uh what's the number it's 804 again 804 638 Nine five three three eight zero four six three eight nine five three three. And that's if you want to send a shout out. You want to fucking. We did get a voicemail from uh, Mad Brapper if you want to play it. Did we? Yeah, he said he sent us a voicemail after the podcast last week. It should be on there. He he sent me a message about it. And uh, if you can't hit us up there, look us up on IG at Moped Money Podcast. Follow us. Uh, You can follow Ashley at at RVA. Me at Rebel Mopeds. 
Jason at Jason Militia. Uh, and what is else? Oh, yeah, just Moped Monday podcast at gmail.com if you want to send dick pics yeah dick pics uh you got <laughs> or free stuff for us to like uh try out something you want us to review you got a, a rally you want to hype up we'll we'll send it back anything we just want to review it <laughs> all we'll those things dude all right here we go mad brappa what's up what's up adam madman the mad brapper here checking in uh just wanted to give a shout out to the zeros since i'm on my uh, last Hundred mile stretch driving home from a five mile five hundred mile an hour journey. I'd drive five hundred miles an hour for <laughs> mopeds with you. Uh, very wholesome gathering. It was great. Lots of awesome people were able to turn out. People on bikes got some two new members inducted into the zeros, which is very nice. We had some drum and uh, bass going on there. That was really cool. I believe is what they were called, or pardon me if I'm wrong. Uh, also, Thomas, good job on that video. That was a nice little watch. Appreciated uh, you giving that to the people. Uh, keep up the good work, and I'll uh, see you around. Brap, brap. Brap, brap. It was quiet, but I hope you it heard quiet. it. It was quiet. Thanks, Adam. I'll boost the, I'll boost the volume uh, in post-production. Yeah, dude, um, we appreciate the, the uh, voicemail. Thanks and, for the call, dude. Yeah, thanks for the props. And we're fucking out of here. I'll see you next week so um what are your favorite moped sounds